These are our tracks that we are giving out. French one side and German on the other. And there's the ministry address at the bottom. They've gone very well this morning. In fact, you could come here every day, probably six days a week. And it's a ministry within itself, as James says, you really could. You probably wouldn't see the same people twice. We've been here every morning and every evening. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. And Jesus said to them, go show John what you have seen. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear. The dead are raised up, and the poor have the gospel preached to them. So we come today to the beautiful city of Lausanne, a beautiful city full of beautiful buildings and very kind, nice people. They say that travel broadens the mind, and that is certainly true, because we have been to many countries and we've seen some very unusual things. But arriving here some days ago, I was appalled to see the apostasy of this man's statue, which I take to be a church. Or maybe it's not a church now, perhaps it's a social centre. Perhaps it's a meeting place where people will go to follow the tenets of the man hanging there. Of course, this is pure apostasy, and it breaks the second commandment, thou shalt have no idols before thee. This man, over the last 20, 30 years, has become a symbol. He has become an idol along with some other men of his era. We should remember, of course, that the Bible is quite clear about this. When God says, you shall have no other gods before you except me. It seems to me that the pastors in this church have decided that God is not enough for them to go out on the streets of Lausanne and tell people about Jesus Christ, dare I mention it. Instead, they have commissioned this picture to hang here, which has nothing to do with the Bible. I, of course, remember the civil rights movement. I remember the ups and downs of it. And looking at it now and hearing about it now, we are told that the reforms that came out of the civil rights movement would have come sooner. It's interesting that a former American Secretary of State, whose father was involved in this civil rights movement, would have nothing to do with this man hanging here. He thought he was an imposter. He thought he was a fraud. And we know now that with documents coming out, the man had a very dubious record. I hear he doubted the Trinity. I hear that his immoral life was absolutely terrible. And I hear that he very much associated with many members of the left-wing circle in those days. Of course, it was free love, drop in, drop out, everything can be given. The world loves you, you must love the world. I've also seen recently in my research that there are 26 filing cabinets containing the history of this man, which are still sealed until 2041. I will not be here to see them or to read them, but I can imagine what they are about. You see, you can't go through life building your hopes on men, whether it's this man, whether it's the president or a politician, a doctor, prime minister, any of them. They are all flawed, they are all vulnerable. And if they are vulnerable, they will lead you in the wrong way.
Jesus said, I am the life, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. And as you see on our wonderful banner here, the Lord Jesus said, ye must be born again. John 3, 7. And we've had it commissioned by a brother in America. And you can see that we've had it put in different languages so that you all will understand it. Because we appreciate that you don't all understand English as I don't understand these other languages here. But it does give me a chance to come and tell you in this beautiful city that Jesus is Lord and King. Without Jesus, you are not going to do it. You will not do it through Buddha. You will not do it through Allah. You will not do it through sitting bull. You will not do it through going through yoga or meditation classes. You have to come to the cross, the cross of the Lord, and you have to come there repentant as a sinner. Whatever you've done, the Lord knows. What a wonderful opportunity to go to that cross and confess your sins and say, Lord, I come to you a sinner. And as I come to Lausanne today, as we have come, this little group from three different uh, continents, to give Bible tracts out, to tell people that you must be born again, that you cannot walk through life doing your own thing, as they would have said in the 60s, do your own thing. Life is very short. It goes very, very quickly. Some time ago, I remember someone saying, life is like the postman. You see him coming up the drive, he's at your front door, and then he's gone. You don't see him anymore. Life is like that. We think we're going to live for eternity, but I'm afraid we won't. Most people will maybe make 70, 80, maybe through genes, through uh, regular medical checkups, you might make 90. But, Although you might make that, many of your faculties, your memory, uh, your inner workings, your body, your knees, your legs and so forth, will all start to wear out. You will eventually die, as somebody said, there are two certainties in life, paying taxes and death. But it doesn't have to be like that, because you have to say, when I die, where will I go? Are you concerned about this? Or are you more concerned about where this man's gone? I'm pretty sure where he's gone. And many like him in that civil rights movement, who I'm not going to name. I won't give them that privilege. But they influenced a whole generation through free drugs, free love, drop in, drop out. These men are now long gone. And it's interesting that the first day that we arrived in this beautiful city, the beautiful buildings, I do admire the architecture, there was a demonstration going on here from some people from, uh, I think it was probably North Africa, I'm not sure. But they were Marxists, and they were carrying banners of Stalin, they were carrying banners of Lenin. And I felt I had to say something, because these were some of the most evil men of the 20th century, along with Mao Zedong, Pol Pot, Franco, and all the rest of them. And they were praising these men and chanting their names. And I was so shocked by it, I thought this was awful, that I had to say something. And I told these men that these men are now dead, they are now gone to hell. And if you are not careful by venerating them and admiring them by what they've done, you would be following them to hell. And I didn't want that. And so a group of us stood here and started preaching and telling them that the only way they will find eternal life is through Jesus Christ. Unfortunately, the police stepped in and decided that we might start a riot. We, four or five of us against about 80 or 90 of these young men. And so we were silenced. 
but we felt that we had to come back today because this reflects the apostasy which is sweeping the world, certainly through Europe. I don't know about the rest of the country, but through Europe we're seeing this more and more. I would think probably there'll be more churches throughout Europe that will have pictures of Mao Zedong because Maoism is very, very popular. It's still there. It's still being uh, drip-fed to students in universities, particularly in France at the Sorbonne, and we have it in English in England at the London School of Economics. Only a while ago, they were pushing Maoism. And I would think that they will have churches like this with Mao Zedong on there, maybe Pol Pot, but you don't seem to see Hitler up there. You don't seem to see Franco there. They're sort of dirty words. But Stalin, through his secret police and the terrible gulags, had over 30 years to remove any dissent that came against the communists. Hitler, I think, had 13. And so you see that the gulag chain, which took far more people than Hitler ever did, is not forgotten today. And only a few years ago, I was talking to a communist. He said, it was terrible what happened under the Nazis. I said, were the actors? They certainly weren't, he said. Six million Jews perished. What about the gulags, I said, because according to the Red Cross, Amnesty International, who are no friends of ours, and what we're doing as born-again Christians, put it down to something like 100 million were taken away and taken to the gulags. And then they looked at China and what had happened there since Mao Zedong declared China a republic in 1949. And through the great famine and the great purges, and I remember them all in the 60s, this man was involved in all of that the Little Red Book and all of that, another hundred million perished, either through the secret police, the gulags, or starvation. It's a terrible, wicked, wicked, wicked world, and it will get worse. But you have a chance. You are being given a chance because you are here today. You are alive, and you are well, and you are seeing me, and you are listening to me. You need to be born again. The Lord said that three times you must be born again. So it must be important. You have to listen. If you're young and you're influenced by what you're being fed at universities by left-wing lecturers or professors, don't follow this man. Don't follow this man at all. This man has gone to be judged. He is looking up. He's not looking down. And all those other men that people venerate in the 60s, Mao, Pol Pot, drop in, drop out, all of those men, all those hippies, Funnily enough, most of them after the 60s and 70s became very rich, successful businessmen. And I'm told that one of the main servers throughout the world now, the man who owns it, was a hippie telling people to get rid of everything, that you don't need possessions, that you can live on love alone. Well, the Lord does love you. He came as God. God sent his only beloved son to take your sin. And as uh, we said yesterday, he brought love, but they didn't want it. They crucified him. They crucified him on that cross. The pain must have been terrible and enduring, yet he hung there. None of you will hang on a cross for six hours. Very few of you will suffer like that. You have to turn today. This could be the opportunity that you have to come and take a banner. Not to take a banner, not taking this one because we'll be taking this back. But to take some Bible tracts, we have some DVDs which we will be able to get you or post to you. We'll even post you off the Bible, how's that? You give us your address, you give us an address or an email address, we'll send you some Bibles, we'll send you some DVDs, we'll send you some booklets to read. Now I don't think we can do more than that, but we've come today to tell you the good news that Jesus lives. He lives within us, 
if we accept him as Lord and Saviour. Do not walk by and ignore this banner because, as it says, the Lord Jesus Christ says, you must be born again. You have to make that decision. If a doctor tells you your lifestyle is wrong, either through smoking, through drinking, or whatever vice that you have, you listen to that doctor. You don't say, sorry doctor, I'm not interested. You say, what should I do doctor? And the doctor will either put you on a, uh, a reason that you can have the medicines, that you need to do this, that you need to do that. And until that happens, hello, hello, until that happens, you are under that doctor's orders. And if you're not careful, that doctor's advice could really accept you to accept the pain that will come along. So we come today to tell you that you must be born again. We are in Switzerland for one more day and then we leave tomorrow to go back to Europe. We wanted to come here because we felt uh, through prayer that we should come here, that we should be able to come and talk to you. We've always been told that Sweden, uh, the Swiss government is a democracy, an early form of democracy, and that free speech prevails here. And I've been able to stand here with the police walking by to give you the good news of Jesus Christ. I don't know when we'll be back again. It may be next year, it may be several years away. But until then, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Ye must be born again. No one comes to the Father but by me. So through ex-Catholics for Christ being here today, we wish you a good day. Maranatha, and we'll see you soon. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the, in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Stringed instruments. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let, Let everything, everything that hath breath praise <laughs> the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. Thank amen. you very much. Amen, amen. amen. amen.